Yeah, we're going to speak about like Boma and Pesach Sheni. Pesach Sheni. Ah, welcome to our thirty-fifth Amuna class, the Shechina Kedusha Lach. We're with the Heiliger Rav Shalom Arush, and we're in our studio in Yerushalayim. We apologize for the slightly late start, just having a bit of technical, new technology difficulties. And thank God we have the pleasure of Rav Shalom Arush next to me in our studio Yerushalayim, and Rav Dayan Elgad on my right, Baruch Hashem, translating to English. The Rav very much appreciate everyone's time, including the Rav Bonim, especially today dedicating our Muna class to the success of Rav Moshe Weinberger Schlitter, Rav Avesh Kodesh, who has given, thank God, thousands of classes, which you can check on YU Torah, um, with so many inspired students, friends, family, and we give blessings to our special guest in all things and everything. Amen. Amen. Now, we also have sponsored this class in the studs of Eliel Ben Ruth Hinder Baylor, Nagina Miriam Batsara, Imenu, Nachman Ben Nagina Miriam, Fega Hana Bat Nagina Miriam, and Eliezer Ben Reisel Deborah, Esther Rochel Bat Yechevet, to the full healing of Tovaleh Bas Rivka, and Gedalia's son, who does need more tefillas, Yerachmo Daniel Ben Tova Basha. And we really pray for that for the family who sponsored the year should be blessed with everything good, good health, and please God with all the blessings. Amen. Amen. We're also davening and praying to be rid of this Corona challenge, which thank God in Eretz well. we're getting closer. And all have a full shleima. We appreciate everyone's time, especially right now as I do the intro. I'll keep it quick, and we wish everyone a good week. And please share Amuna Global, everyone. Okay, first let's say thank you for all your feedback. And we want to remind again about the Rav Zamuna coaching, which we have on all our sites. We want to say some feedback now from our wonderful followers. We appreciate all the things you write in our live feed and send to us. Nasa Binyala wrote, Thank you, Hashem, for allowing me to see this life. He was talking about Rav Arash's classes. Someone else wrote, Shalom Aleichem. It's an extraordinary message for us, Rav Arash. Baruch Hashem, someone else wrote, Thank you very much. We have to be praying all the time for our sons and daughters. I was in about a class from, on children and education from Ravorish, and it says a very appropriate for Lag Boma and Erev Shavuot, which we are holding out right now for praying for our children. Next, Elia Yusupuva. I think I'm impressed with my pronunciation. Is there a continuation after this video? They were talking about Rav Yonatan Galed. They want him back in English. Next, someone wrote in Hebrew, and I translated it. Thank you for your psalms. Thank you, Harav, and you are bringing us radiating light to us all. And that was in our last class with Moshe Palstein. We love seeing our local inspiration, Ravorish. It was mamish fire. Shalom, Toda, Ahava, you are the best. Let's talk about Gedalia Fenster. We have a weekly class from him. Baruch Hashem, best mind by Gedalia Fenster. Toda, gratitude from Croatia. Bernard, Lily, Igor, Ahava. There we go. That's our feedback. And just one more one, just for this special class. I will always watch the Amuna class someone wrote. And I'm very excited for Weinberger's Amuna class. Let's go. Okay. So we'll begin with the questions. And please, God, we'll be hearing Rav um, Weinberger through the system. And we appreciate your time and, and presence. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. With the permission of the Rav, we'll start with the first question, which is a question relevant for today. The question is, Rabbi, 
Today and tomorrow is Pesach Sheni. What is so special about Pesach Sheni? What is the avoda that we have got to do on this day? Shalim kvod arav shehalayla v'machar ze Pesach Sheni. Ma kol kach miyuchad arav b'chag hazeh? Ma tzarich la'asod b'shvil arav? L'afnot arav et ha'shela l'arav Weinberger? Rabbi Weinberger. Yeah, the call is muted, so just open up the call, please. Hello, if you can open, unmute your phone, please. Okay, are you able to hear me? Yes, perfectly. Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi. Aleichem, Shalom Harav, Shalom Harav Arush. Shalom, Shalom Rabbi. And we see you, Rav, as well on the oh. screen, so everything's good. We're going to do it this way. I'm giving you a bracha that I should be able to be together with you in Yerushalayim, not to be in New York anymore. Amen, amen. 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 The first question, Rabbi, was asked about today and tomorrow, Pesach Sheni. What is the special avoid, the special work for Pesach Sheni? What is so unique about this day in the eyes of Hasidus? You know that there are certain, there are certain days that throughout all of our history, we didn't know how great they were. We didn't realize how great they were. There were, there's an or choser, the light that's coming from the days of Mashiach. The light of Pesach Sheini, the light of Rabbi Shimon Vayichai is getting stronger and stronger as we get closer to Mashiach. What both of those days mean on a very simple level is that Ein Yehudi Avud, a Jew is never ever lost. There's no such thing that a Jew is ever lost. Pesach Sheini means that even though it didn't make any sense at all because these were Jews who were not able to be part of Pesach, because they were Tmeim, Lunefesh Odom, they were impure, they were not able to be part of Pesach for whatever reason. They came, they cried to Moshe Rabbeinu, and Karav Hashem, Ochol Hashem, Hashem is close to all those who seek him and call out to him in truth. And they came and they begged Moshe Rabbeinu, how could it be, how could, we, how could it be that we're not able to serve Hashem? We also left Mitzrayim. We also want to be close to Hashem. Something happened in our life. Something went wrong. We made mistakes, whatever it is. But it can't be that we're not the Tov B'nai Yisrael. We're, we're also Jews. And Moshe Rabbeinu brought that to Hashem. And they were able to draw down this Yontiv of Pesach Sheini. A Yontiv that wasn't written in Shemaim. It wasn't written on earth. And these sincere Jews who said, we're not going to give up. We're going to continue to do whatever we can to be betov b'nei Yisrael, to be together with our people. And in that schus, Hashem revealed the light of Pesach Sheini, which means that there's always a second chance. And Rabbi Shimon Bayochai, that's the or of Rabbi Shimon Bayochai, because the light of Rabbi Shimon is that there's no such thing to measure a Jew by what you see on the outside. And even though on the outside this person might appear to be somebody who is Tamei Lenefesh Adam, and he has no hope, and everybody was ready Miss Yaish, everybody gave up hope, and he gave up hope in himself. But he cries out to Hashem, and he says, Lom Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Shimon, that's why thousands and thousands of Jews are running to be in Meiron, they want to be with Rabbi Shimon. Because Rabbi Shimon stood to the deepest depths of a Jew. The whole meaning of Rabbi Shimon is the pnimi, is the urha pnimi of a Jew. And the, and the, and I'll tell you something else, that 
This day of Pesach Sheini is traditionally is the art site of Rabbi Meir Balanes. And Rabbi Meir Balanes said, Ben kachu, ben bonim. Bonim atem Hashem, we're Hashem's children. Even if we make mistakes, we do things that are wrong. Ben kachu, ben kach, the Gemara says in Kedushan, and the Chubas Hirashba passings like Rabbi Meir, that we are Hashem's children no matter what, even though we misbehave, even though we might, even Khalila do the worst of errors. We're Hashem's children. We're always Hashem's children. And that exactly, that's exactly the message of Lag Baomer Rabbi Shum Bayachai. That Hashem sees through beyond all of the external all of the external tumma, all of the things that seem to be wrong in our lives. Hashem sees to the depths of who we are. That's the Arapnimi of a Jew. And therefore, Bonimatem Lashem Hashem's children. And when a Jew knows that, when a Jew believes that, then his whole life is completely transformed. Thank you, Rav. Thank you, Rav. We could hear from Rav Boris. In response? Yes, I'm just going to ask you to translate. Abodah <laughs> Our work on Pesach Sheini is to cry out to Hashem and to say to Him, Lama Nigora, why should we be le- why should we be left out? True, we were impure. True, we were far away. But Hashem, you are all powerful. You can do everything. Lama Nigora, why should we be left out? Hashem, just like you did and gave Am Yisrael then Pesach Sheni, even though they were not worthy, even though they shouldn't have really got it, please Hashem, do the same thing for us. We want you also to guide us in the right path, in the right way. Lama Nigora, we do not want to be left out. <laughs> We're also close now to Lagbaomer. And we'd like to ask Rabbi Weinberger Schlitter, please, to help us prepare Amisrol for this Heilige, Heilige day of Lagbaomer. To, to help prepare Gushutarav, to help prepare for Lagbaomer. Carry on, Rab, please. Yeah, do you, are you able to hear? Yes, we're just calling the Rab. So we have an extra. There we go. Everything's very good. Thank you, Rab. Carry on, Thank please. Thank you, Rab. Carry on, please. Okay. Hashem, open my eyes that I should be able to see the wonders of your Torah. The wonders of your Torah. On the day of Lag Baomer, in this time of the year of Lag Baomer, we're asking Hashem in the schus of Rabbi Shimon, who was able to see to the deepest depths, not only of the Torah, but who was sent to the world to wake us up 
Yuva Kaddish Mishmaya Kanochis. Rabbeinu says in the, it's brought down in the Hagdama to Lukute Maran. We know that Kiloso Shaka, Kiloisi Shokach, Mi Pizarro, the letters Yochai. And we're now at the end of Golas, the last few minutes of Golas. And there are many, many Jews who are falling asleep. And there are many Jews who are forgetting. And on that day when the Chachamim were saying that, that they no longer saw how it's possible that the Jewish people should remember. Come, Rabbi Shim. Rabbi Shimon got up and said, that the Torah will never ever be forgotten. Therefore, we prepare for Lagba Omer Aleph. We try to connect as deeply as we can to Pnimiyas Torah. We try to strengthen Aramuna that I will never forget Hashem in my entire life. I will never ever forget who I am and the purpose of my existence. I daven to Hashem kilosi shakach mi pizarro, that those of us who are zochet to have children and grandchildren, that our children, that our grandchildren should be able to remember who they are, that all those of the Jews in the world who are asleep, it's a tremendous time to to ask Hashem in the schus to Rabbi Shimon, who was ir v'kadish min that he was a Jew that was awake, and he was sent by Hashem to wake us up, to remember Hashem, that in the schus of Rabbi Shimon, we're begging you, Hashem, to wake up all of our brothers and sisters here in Israel, wherever a Jew is, because we believe that the same way that the Torah, like Rabbi Shimon says, you would just look at the surface of the Torah. You would just think that they're stories. Every single Jew, you look at a Jew and just think that that's all the person is, is the person that you see with your eyes. Every Jew has within him a Zohar. Every Jew is shining with the light of Hashem. And we're asking Hashem in the schus of Rabbi Shimon, open our eyes. Gal Gal is lag, lag Gal open my eyes to see the deepest, deepest truths of your Torah. Open my eyes to see how wonderful my children are. Open up my eyes to see how wonderful each and every Jew is. Because to the extent that you and I remember that and we're able to see that, then Rabbeinu taught us in Reish Bebeis Azamra, that if my eyes are able to see the good in other Jews, to see the secret good in each and every Jew, that that Jew will be awakened to see the good within himself. And he'll realize that not only does the Torah contain secrets, but he himself and she herself contains the deepest secrets of Hashem's love. Wow. Thank you so much. We'd like to uh, go to another question from one of our followers, Bez Hashem, and hopefully we'll keep going strong together. Well, the honest truth is most of the questions here are actually questions about Lagba Omer and about also about Rebmeo Balanes, but there is here a question which is speaking about Bitochen. And the question is, what is Bitochen? How do I strengthen Bitochen in my life? Sholim po kvod arav, ma ze Bitochon? Ech ani mechazek et midat ha-Bitochon betoch ha-chaim sheli? Bitochon is nika emunah shlema. Bitochon, that means having full and complete faith. Full and complete faith, full and complete emuna, that everything that happens to me is the best thing that could happen. That is bitochen. Rabbi Weinberger, 
Rabbi Weinberger, Rav Arish is really yearning and wanting to hear what you have to say about the He is really enjoying your answers. Well, someone did ask, <laughs> is the Rav going to write a garden of Betochen? It was there, you didn't know. <laughs> What Rabbi Weinberger Shlita spoke about Lagba Omer, Rabbi Nachman Abreslev brings in his book, Likute Moharan, that why did the students of Rabbi Akiva pass away in, the day, in these days as Fer Omer? Because there was no love between them. And Rabbi Shimon Baruchai said that we, our whole connection is through love. Everything that we have got to do is through love. That's why Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai has the greatest Hilula in the world where people come and celebrate the day that he passed away. Because his virtue was love. He loved the whole world. And he said that he can exempt the whole world from judgment. Every single time a person goes to the holy resting place of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, he can work and he can pull upon himself true salvations and miracles, especially on Lag Ba'omer, the day Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai passed away. In the whole world, People light bonfires for the holy soul of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. And every single person in his own house. It's good that he should light a candle, preferably from olive oil. And when a person lights a bonfire or he lights in his house an olive oil candle, he should say, May the light of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai enlighten us, enlighten our hearts, the whole worldwide. We are actually asking for the light of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai to lighten up our souls and the souls of all of Amisrol. The light of what? The light of love. That there shall be love between all of Amisrol. Because this holy group of Rabbi Akiva's students, who were only five students, they continued an 
infinite and an incredibly immense light to the whole world. Why? Because there was love between them. Why is that? Because at the event of getting the Torah at Mount Sinai, the Torah says that Am Yisrael were united, one man with one heart. You cannot receive the Torah unless you have this virtue of love where you're connected to the souls of all of Am Yisrael. Because every single Jew has a letter in the Holy Torah. The Torah, when it's missing even one letter, the Torah is not valid anymore. It's possible. You can't read it. And Rabbi Nachman of Breslov says, the verse says, Torah Hashem Tmima. Hashem's Torah is whole Meshivat Nafesh. It restores the soul. When does the Torah restore the soul? When it is whole. Certainly there are many things that we need to ask Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, but the main thing to ask him is that the light, his light, the light of love, the light of unity among of all of our Israel will shine in all of our hearts because that is what we need now more than anything else, love and unity. To mend the main reason that we are still in Golos, which is Sinas Chinam, hating our fellow Jew for no reason, that can only be done through the light of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, the light of love. By loving all of Amisrol, we'll be able to mend Sinas Chinam and bring the true Gula, the true redemption, soonly. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Wow. Awesome. I want to say just a quick few words. If the Rabbonim uh, mask him that the Baruch Hashem, Rav Moshe Weinberger has been teaching Torah since I remember being in Yushalayim uh, in the 90s. I came late 90s and I already had cassette tapes from Weinberger. And since then, thousands and thousands of Shurim, just like the Rav here has given thousands of Shurim in Amuna and put out Svarim. And we've enjoyed also Rav Weinberger's Kehillah Svarim as well, Eish Kodesh, a very special Kehillah, which I had the pleasure to visit with Nissen Black and also visit with Rav Oresh. And it's a tremendous uh, Kiddush Hashem what Rav Weinberger has created in New York together with his Kehillah and his Choshev and Mishpocha. And we get tremendous Chizak here in Yushalayim, especially when the Rav comes in person. And we would like to extend an invitation when he does come to actually come to the studio so we can bring together with music. Please God, we'll be out of the sphere in terms of the Avela side. And uh, Mr. Shem, we can have the simcha of having the Rav here. Amen. 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 Vivaldi. To add to to what the Rav was saying, what Rav was saying, that when Rabbi Shimon said, Ananda Chavivut Italia, there was a tremendous chiddush because if you think about it, and here's something practical, Kevin, that I want to recommend, because we're talking about what can we do to prepare? What can we do? It's, it's nice to have a hilula and a madura 
and to sing a few nagunim. But what can we do, Lomaisa? Just to follow up what the Rav was saying a minute ago. When Rabbi Shimon revealed on Amba Chavivus Italia Milsa that everything depends on Chavivus, on Ahava, on love, this is a musag, the whole idea of a Chavraya, of a Chavraya. You and I right now, we're part of a certain Chavraya. We're trying to join together different groups in different places in the world who care about Hasidus, who want to find ways to go closer and closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Rabbi Shimon brought down into the world this idea, this concept of a Chavraya. We don't find anywhere before Rabbi Shimon, it was always Talmidim, Rabbonim, but the whole Metzius of a Chavraya, of Chaveirim, of Chaveirim who share a common goal, a common objective of Devekus Bashem. I have people from all over the world in different places. They don't have necessarily the luxury of being able to go to this shir in Yushalayim or that shir in New York. But even the Jews who are in New York and in Yushalayim, they feel separated, they feel apart. We have to form more chavrayas. Anan b'chavivus atalia, what the Rav is saying is about ahava that those Jews who feel this bond, this love for each other, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we have to form more groups to learn more and more chassidus, from all the tzaddikim, to learn more and more Torah, to learn more and more pnimis at Torah. Rabbi Shimon Bar-Yochai said that the key to uncovering within ourselves and within the world these wellsprings of Ahava is to learning pnimis at Torah. So he taught that it's not enough that we learn by ourselves in this base measures or that base measures or this shul or that shul. We have to try hard to form chavrayas. You see that the you see that the Ariyah Kodesh had his chavrayah, and the Balshemtav Kodesh, the Mezutsha Magid, they had their chavrayas. Jews such as ourselves, we must form more and more chavrayas to learn the Svarim Kedushim and to try to sing the Gunam of Kedusha and to be connected one with each other. That's the practical thing that we have to work on, and I believe would give Rabbi Shimon Baruchai tremendous nachet. And that bitochen, that feeling of bitochen, becomes increased and multiplied to the extent that Jews find each other and give chizik to each other. There's a famous maise, I'll tell you very quickly. There's a famous maise of a Jew who would save every penny through the year to be able to be together with the Chayzer from Lublin, to travel to Lublin, to be with the Chayzer from Lublin for, for Elul and Rosh Hashanah. And he always looked forward when he would come to Lublin, the Chayzer from Lublin would give him a tremendous, tremendous hug and was so happy to see him. But this year, one year he came and he saved every penny and he slept for weeks until he finally got to Lublin. And when he got there, he didn't understand. The Rebbe said to him, Moshe, I'm sorry, I don't want you here. You have to go home. And he didn't know why. He said, Rebbe, why? He said, you have to go home. So he turned back. He was very upset and depressed. And he turned back and he stopped off at the bar where all the Hasidim were sitting on their way into Lublin. And his name was actually Zundel. And, and they said, Zundel, what's the matter with you? What's going on? Where are you going? He said, I'm leaving. The Rebbe doesn't want me. He said, it can't be the Rebbe doesn't want you. What do you mean the Rebbe doesn't want you? They drank a Lechaim, and they picked him up on their shoulders, and they started to sing the Gunim, and they marched back to Lublin, and when they came into the Chayzer, the Chayzer said, Zundel, Zundel, you're back, and he gave him a big hug, and he said, I'm so glad that you came. And then Zundel said, but Rebbe, you told me to leave. You didn't want me. 
And the Chayz of Lulin said to him, you should know that when you walked in, I saw that the Malach HaMavis was together with you. And I didn't want you to be here, Chastashon, to leave the world away from your family, and therefore I had to rush you to go back to your family. But you know what happened? You met the Chassidim. You came together with the Chavraya. Anan the Talia. You came and you met your Chavayim. And the Chavayim sang in Megan, and they drank Lachayim, and they put you on their shoulders. And when you walked in together with the Chassidim, I saw that the Gzeira was gone, finished. The Malachim left. And the Chayzer said, because what good friends could be able to, are able to be toiled, what Chaveyim can do for each other through that Ahab, through that love, the Tzadikim can't be poor. So therefore, the day of Ladbom, this time of the year, we have to strengthen each other to become Chaveyim and to create more and more Chaburis that learn Chasidis and that help each other and do for each other and live for each other. And that strengthens the Bitochen, that strengthens our Amunah when we're together with each other. And the source of that Amunah and the source of that Bitochen, we should be zarchet to be together in Meiron and to be together in Yishalayim, the car of Mammon. Amen, amen. Wow, Chizuk. So, Rabbonim, we, we would like to have a little sikkum because we, Baruch Hashem, time, we started a little bit later than we hoped and we want to round off this year with a flam fire, a lot of energy to get everyone excited for Lag Ba'omer, for Shavuos, special times of unity and Achdus. And uh, we would like to hear a little bit now, how do we take it into our daily life to bring the MS and the, the, the Amunah that Rav, Rav Weinberger and Rav, Rav Orish represent in this world? How do we bring it down, the light, into our life? That's <laughs> יש אמונה זה תפילה. אמונה, faith is prayer. כשהחשבורו ציבה עלינו, התפלל. When Hashem commanded us to pray, הוא לא נתן לנו לא סידור, He didn't give us a sitter, he didn't give us the book of Tehillim. He didn't give us any book of prayers whatsoever. The prayer that Hashem commanded us is to speak to Him in our own language whenever and wherever we want. That's why emuna that is prayer and prayer that is emuna that means this special personal prayer that we pray to Hashem. Until a person is able to pray to Hashem in such personal prayers without any book, until he reaches that level, his emuna is at a very, very low level. Every time I have the merit to bring people who are called in the eyes of the world, Talmidei Chachomim, Torah scholars, I merit to bring them closer to Hashem. And they admit the truth that until they came closer to this work of Isbodidus, they had no emuna whatsoever. So, 
אומרות, אז יש לנו אבנת אבי ברסלב, שהוא תלמיד טוב, צריכים כולנו להיות תלמידים טובים כמוהו. רבי נחמן אברסלב had an incredible student, רבי נתן, who we all should achieve to be like him. נתן אברסלב אמר שהיו שומעים בלילה שיעור מרבנו הקדוש רבי נחמן אברסלב. רבי נתן אברסלב said that people used to hear שיעורים at night from the הלגר רבי נחמן. כולם הלכו לישון. And after the shear everyone went to bed. אבל הוא הלך כל הלילה וצעק. But he went all night long and screamed and shouted to Hashem. שיזכה לקיים כל דיבוש שהוא שמע. That he should merit to live every single word, every single idea that he heard from the Heilige Rebbe. אז בגלל זה הוא זכה להיות התלמיד. And that's why he merited to be the student. שדרכו עבר ועובר כל הדעת והאור של רבנו. That through him all the knowledge and wisdom and light of רבי נחמן, through him all that knowledge passed and still passes through. אפילו שהוא היה צעיר שבתלמידים. Even though he was the youngest student of them all. כי הוא... אז איך ממשיכים את האור? פשוט אדם... So how do we continue this light into our daily lives? I tell people simply, pray to Hashem and ask Him, Hashem, give me a moona, give me faith. So the way to continue all these lights, everything that we've learned about and spoken about into our daily lives, is to pray for everything that you hear and learn. Smile. Wow. Yes, so that's, we have, thank God, all our links below. You can see amunalive.com, breslov.co.il, or breslov.com. You can get the Garden of Amuna series books. And also we'd love to invite our Weinberger's books to our website. We're welcome to organize that. We can definitely organize selling the Svarim of Rav Weinberger. Also together, it's Machazik Suzam. We have on our website all different Svarim, Bukh Hashem. And specifically, we ask you all to keep bringing AmunaLive.com global. And next week, we have the pleasure of having a student of the Rav, Charlie Harari, join us live, please, God. It will be a big honor to host Charlie. We have hosted him many times in New York together with another student, Rabbi Sholem Yona Weiss, and with Chazak, and Baruch Hashem, very good. And we'd love to host the Rav again, or with all of them together. But can I, Rabbi Weinberger Schlitter, can I please ask something? As a personal yes, request, we would love to hear words of summary from the rabbi. The rabbi speaks so beautifully. It is a pleasure to hear him. Yeah, please. That's what we were going to get to. Because <laughs> in the end, all these students have learned from the Rav. So we want to hear again from Rav Weinberger and as a sikkim with the Rav, Boch Hashem. I, I'll just end with, I'll end with a story. I'll end with a story because we know that at the end of Rabbi Nachman's life, at the end of Rabbi Nachman's life, we know that he told stories. He told stories, so I'm going to end with my favorite story. And I'll, I'll leave this as a, 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 a tefillah, a sikum of what we're talking about, my favorite story that my Talmidim have heard from me, and I'll share it with you. That there was a great tzaddik, the Talmud Magid, and the Talmud Magid's biggest avoider was Hanukkah candles. And the, and the whole island, there were thousands of Jews that came to be the first night of Hanukkah with the Talmud Magid. 
and it came time for him to make the broth on the first nair. And everybody was waiting, and the Rebbe was looking back and forth. He didn't, and, and he wasn't going to light the candle. He didn't make the broth because nobody knew what was wrong. So finally, finally, the Rebbe was looking around, and the Rebbe called out, and he said, "We is shy of the hoicha. We is shy of the tall one. We is shy of the tall one. Hagavoa. And who is the shy? He's a very sweet Jew, very tall." A person that didn't learn any Torah, he didn't know anything because his parents left to the world when he was little, and he was a hard-working person, a butcher, but he was a big Yirei Shemayim and a big Davener. And the Rebbe said, Shaya, I know you're here, I'm begging you, I have to ask you something. And Shaya was afraid, but his friend pushed him, he went down from the bleachers, and he went down to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe was sitting there next to the beautiful menorah, and the Rebbe, and the Rebbe said, Shaya, I have to ask you a question. And Shai said, Rabbi, I barely know how to read Aleph Beis. The Rabbi said, Rabbi said, no, Shai, you're the only one that could ask this, answer this question. And Shai said, what is a Rabbi? So you remember I told you the Rabbi, that, that Shai was very tall, very tall. So the Rabbi said, Shai, I want to ask you a question. Do you love your wife? Now, everybody was very shocked. It seems to be inappropriate for the Rabbi to ask such a question. Do you love your wife? And Shai just stood there, he was shocked. And, and the Rabbi said, Shai, do you love your wife? And he said, yes, Rabbi, I love my wife. So the Rebbe said, so probably you want to tell her sometimes how much you love her or a secret, how much you care for her. And he said, yes. So how do you do that? So people were giggling because just like Shia was so tall and his wife was so small. So Shia said, Rebbe, when I want to tell my wife a secret, I bend down and I tell her a secret. So the Rebbe was also little. So the Rebbe says, show everybody how you do that, Shia. So Shia bent down to the Rebbe. And the Rebbe said, Shia, that's terrific, that the Gavaldic, but you left out the most important thing. And Shia was thinking, and he said, oh, my wife gets on her tippy toes. I bend down, and my wife gets on her tippy toes. And the Rebbe said, Shia, thus is thus. That's it. And he made the brochus, and he lit the candle, and there was such singing and dancing. So afterwards, the Chassidim came to the Rebbe, and he asked him what happened with Shia, and what was that with Shia and his wife? And the Rebbe said, you don't know what, you don't understand. I was about to light the candle and I was wondering, why would Hashem care about me, David from Talmud, about my little candle? What difference does it make to Hashem? Hashem has the whole universe. Hashem is so great. What does he care about me and my little mitzvah? And I began to think, why does he care if I put on film? Why would Hashem care if, if, if I learn, if I daven? Why does Hashem care? Who am I? I'm nobody. I'm nothing. He has the whole universe. And then I saw Shia. And Shia is so tall. Hashem is so tall. And Shaya's wife is so small, and we feel so small. But Shaya showed us that when you love someone, you bend all the way down. So Hashem said, Ahavdi Eschem, he loves us. And he bends down from the highest, highest world, from the highest world. Hashem bends down, and he loves us, and he cares about each and every one of us. But the one thing that he's asking from each Jew is stand on your tippy toes. Try to be a little bit better today than you were yesterday. Try to have a little bit more amuna, a little bit more hisbordus, a little bit more ben al Stand on your tippy toes. If anything we take out, if we take anything out from Pesach Sheni to try again, to start again, if we take anything out from Ebishim Bayechai is to make today a little bit better than than yesterday. It doesn't have to be like Nadav and Avil came in with a Ktaris, Lifnaiv, Lifnim. It doesn't have to be such a thing. Bezos, Yovo, Aaron, Elakodesh. Zos means Malchus Hashem. Zos means Amuna. It means 
I try my best believing that if I stand on my tippy toes, because Hashem loves me and I'm his only child, that Hashem bends down from the highest world to hear every word of tefillah, every single hishtadlut that I make in my life, Hashem pays attention, Hashem cares. And in that schus, all of us should be zochit to see the lighting of the Madura in Meron, the candles of the Beis HaMittish, Arich HaSnayla Ben David, Yishichayin Udaglash V'Amittish, V'mehem Yameinu Amen. 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 Thank you, Rabbanim. Thank you, Arav. Rav Orish, Rav Weinberger, we're going to end off the class. Next week we have Charlie Harari and Yosef Daniel. Charlie will not be playing music, but Yosef Daniel will in person, thank God. And Charlie may be in person, but it seems like we'll be hopefully doing the online Zoom thing again. Thank you, Rav, Rav Weinberger. Thank you, Surely. Thank, thank, thank you, all the family there. Amazing people. We love the Kehila Seish Kodesh, and we can't wait to dance again by the Kotel. And we, I just want to say, I, might, I was just by the David Tolner's Einikula's Tish this last week. It's ah, Netzah Shabanetzah for the Yesod, uh, so the Yacht site, Baruch Hashem. It was beautiful. So it's very appropriate to hear that during the climax of Netzach, which is what it is in America, to hear a vote from David Tolner. Thank you very much. Okay, Shrizolcha Metz Hashem to Amuna, Amuna. Thank you. Thank you very much. is getting stronger and stronger as we get closer to Mashiach. What both of those days mean on a very simple level is that Ein Yehudi Avud, a Jew is never ever lost. There's no such thing that a Jew is ever lost. Pesach Sheni means that even though it didn't make any sense at all because these were Jews who were not able to be part of Pesach, because they were Tmeim, Lenefesh Adam, they were impure, they were not able to be part of Pesach for whatever reason. They came, they cried to Moshe Rabbeinu, and Karav Hashem L'chol Hashem is close to all those who seek Him and call out to Him in truth. And they came and they begged Moshe Rabbeinu, how could it be? How could, we, how could it be that we're not able to serve Hashem? We also left Mitzrayim. We also want to be close to Hashem. Something happened in our lives. Something went wrong. We made mistakes, whatever it is. But it can't be that we're not Betov B'nai Yisrael. We're, we're also Jews. And Moshe Rabbeinu brought that to Hashem. And they were able to draw down this Yontiv of Pesach Sheini. A Yontiv that wasn't written in Shemaim. It wasn't written on earth. And these sincere Jews who said, we're not going to give up. We're going to continue to do whatever we can 
to be betoch b'nei Yisrael, to be together with our people. And in that schus, Hashem revealed the light of Pesach Sheni, which means that there's always a second chance. And Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, that's the or of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Because the light of Rabbi Shimon is that there's no such thing to measure a Jew by what you see on the outside. And even though on the outside this person might appear to be somebody who is Tamei L'Nefesh Adam, and he has no hope. And everybody was ready, Miss Yaish, everybody gave up hope, and he gave up hope in himself. But he cries out to Hashem, and he says, Rabbi Shimon is Rabbi Shimon, that's why thousands and thousands of Jews are running to be in Meiron. They want to be with Rabbi Shimon. Because Rabbi Shimon soared to the deepest depths of a Jew. The only thing of Rabbi Shimon is the Pnimi, is the Arha Pnimi of a Jew. And, the, and, the, and I'll tell you something else, that this day of Pesach Shaini is traditionally is the art site of Rabbi Meir Balanes. And Rabbi Meir Balanes said, Ben kahu ben kachatem kriyim bonim. Bonim atem l'ashem, we're Hashem's children. Even if we make mistakes, we do things that are wrong. Ben kahu ben kach, the Gemara says, Kedush nef lamedvav. And the Jew is a rational passing, like Rabbi Meir. That we are Hashem's children no matter what. Even though we misbehave, even though we might, even Khalila do the worst of errors. We're Hashem's children. We're always Hashem's children. And that is exactly that's exactly the message of Lag Bomer Rabbi Shimon that Hashem sees through beyond all of the external all of the external tumma, all the things that seem to be wrong in our lives. Hashem sees to the depths of who we are. That's the Arapnimi of a Jew. Therefore, Bonimatem Lashem Hashem's children. And when a Jew knows that, when a Jew believes that, then his whole life is completely transformed. Thank you, Rav. Givaldik. We could hear from Rav, Rav Oresh in response. Yes, I'm just going to quickly translate. Rav Weinberger did our work on Pesach Sheini is to cry out to Hashem and to say to Him, Lama Nigora, why should we be le- why should we be left out? True, we were impure. True, we were far away. But Hashem, you are all powerful. You can do everything. Lama Nigora, why should we be left out? Hashem, just like you did and gave Amisrov and Pesach Sheini, even though they were not worthy, even though they shouldn't have really got it, please Hashem, do the same thing for us. We want you also to guide us in the right path, in the right way. Lama Nigora, we do not want to be left out. We're also close now to Lagba Omer. And we'd like to ask Rabbi Weinberger Shlita, please, to help us prepare 
Am Yisrael for this Heilige, Heilige day of Lagba Omer. Yes. Karen Rav, please. Yes, we're just calling the Rav so we have an extra. There we go. Everything's very good. Thank you, Rav. Carry on, please. Put my eyes that I should be able to see the wonders of your Torah. The wonders of your Torah. On the day of Lag Baomer, in this time of the year of Lag Baomer, we're asking Hashem in the schus of Rabbi Shimon, who was able to see to the deepest depths, not only of the Torah, but who was sent to the world to wake us up. Rabbeinu says in the, it's brought down in the Hagdama to Lukute Maran. We know that of the letters Yochai. And we're now at the end of Golas, the last few minutes of Golas. And there are many, many Jews who are falling asleep. And there are many Jews who are forgetting. And on that day when the Chachamim were saying that, that they no longer saw how it's possible that the Jewish people should remember. I see the Tarshat Tishtakach Mi Yisrael. Come, Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon got up and said, Kilosi Shokach Mi Pizarro. That the Torah will never ever be forgotten. Therefore, we prepare for Lagba Omer Aleph. We try to connect as deeply as we can to Pnimiyas Torah. We try to strengthen Aramuna that I will never forget Hashem in my entire life. I will never ever forget who I am and the purpose of my existence. I daven to Hashem kilosi shakach mi pizarro, that those of us who are zoch to have children and grandchildren, that our children, that our grandchildren should be able to remember who they are, that all those of the Jews in the world who are asleep, it's a tremendous time to, to ask Hashem and the schus of Rabbi Shimon, who is ir v'kadish min kanachis, that he was a Jew that was awake and he was sent by Hashem to wake us up to remember Hashem that in the schus of Rabbi Shimon we're begging you Hashem to wake up all of our brothers and sisters here in Israel, wherever a Jew is because we believe that the same way that the Torah like Rabbi Shimon says you just look at the surface of the Torah you just think that there's stories every single Jew you look at a Jew and just think that that's all the person is, is a person that you see with your eyes. Every Jew has within him a Zohar. Every Jew is shining with the light of Hashem. And we're asking Hashem in the schus of Rabbi Shimon, open our eyes. Gal Einai, Gal is Lag, Lamagim, Lag Gal Einai. Open my eyes to see the deepest, deepest truths of your Torah. Open my eyes to see how wonderful my children are. Open up my eyes to see how wonderful each and every Jew is. Because to the extent that you and I remember that and we're able to see that, then Rabbeinu taught us in Reish Bebeis Azamra that if my eyes are able to see the good in other Jews, to see the secret good in each and every Jew, that that Jew will be awakened to see the good within himself. And he'll realize that not only does the Torah contain secrets, but he himself and she herself contains the deepest secrets of Hashem's love. Wow. <laughs> We must get chizuk from these words, Rav. Thank you so much. We'd like to uh, go to another question from one of our followers, Bez Hashem, and hopefully we'll keep going strong together. 
Well, the honest truth is most of the questions here are actually questions about Lagba Omer and about also about Rebbe Meir Balanes, but there is here a question which is speaking about Bitochen. And the question is, what is Bitochen? How do I strengthen Bitochen in my life? Sholim po kvod arav, maze Bitochen? Ech ani mechazek et midat ha-Bitochen betoch ha-chayim sheli? Bitochen is emuna shlema. Bitochen, that means having full and complete faith. Full and complete faith, full and complete emunah, that everything that happens to me is the best thing that could happen. That is bitochen. Rabbi Weinberger, Rabbi Arish is really yearning and wanting to hear what you have to say about He is really enjoying your answers. Well, someone did ask, is the Rav going to write a garden of Betochen? It was there, you didn't read it. What Rabbi Weinberger Shlita spoke about Lagba Omer, Rabbi Nachman of Breslau brings in his book, Likutei Moharan, that why did the students of Rabbi Akiva pass away in, the day, in these days of Shas Omer? Because there was no love between them. And Rabbi Shimon Baruchai said that we, our whole connection is through love. Everything that we have got to do is through love. That's why Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai has the greatest Hilula in the world where people come and celebrate the day that he passed away. Because his virtue was love. He loved the whole world. And he said that he can exempt the whole world from judgment. Every single time a person goes to the holy resting place of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, he can work and he can pull upon himself true salvations and miracles, especially on Lag Ba'omer, the day Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai passed away. In the whole world, People light bonfires for the holy soul of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. And every single person in his own house. It's good that he should light a candle, preferably from olive oil. And 
And when a person lights a bonfire or he lights in his house an olive oil candle, he should say, may the light of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai enlighten us, enlighten our hearts, the whole worldwide. We are actually asking for the light of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai to lighten up our souls and the souls of all of Amisrol, the light of what? The light of love. That there should be love between all of Amisrol. Because this holy group of Rabbi Akiva's students, who were only five students, they continued an infinite and an incredibly immense light to the whole world. Why? Because there was love between them. Why is that? Because at the event of getting the Torah at Mount Sinai, the Torah says that Amisrol were united, one man with one heart. You cannot receive the Torah unless you have this virtue of love where you're connected to the souls of all of Am Yisrael. Because every single Jew has a letter in the Holy Torah. The Torah, when it's missing even one letter, the Torah is not valid anymore. It's possible. You can't read it. And Rabbi Nachman of Breslev says, the verse says, Torah Hashem Hashem's Torah is whole Meshivat Nafesh, it restores the soul. When does the Torah restore the soul? When it is whole. <laughs> Certainly there are many things that we need to ask Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, but the main thing to ask him is that the light, his light, the light of love, the light of unity among all of our Israel will shine in all of our hearts, because that is what we need now more than anything else, love and unity. To mend the main reason that we are still in Golos, which is Sinas Chinam, hating our fellow Jew for no reason, that can only be done through the light of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechai, the light of love. By loving all of Amisrol, we'll be able to mend Sinas Chinam and bring the true goal of the true redemption soonly. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Wow. Awesome. I want to say just a quick few words. If the Rabbonim uh, ask him that the Baruch Hashem, Rav Moshe Weinberger has been teaching Torah since I remember being in Yushalayim uh, in the 90s. I came late 90s and I already had cassette tapes from Weinberger. And since then, thousands and thousands of Shirim, just like the Rav here has given thousands of Shirim of, in Amuna and put out Svarim. 
And we've enjoyed also uh, Weinberger's Kehillah Svarim as well, Eish Kodesh, a very special Kehillah, which I had the pleasure to visit with Nissen Black and also visit with Rav Oresh. And it's a tremendous uh, Kiddush Hashem what Rav Weinberger has created in New York together with his Kehillah and his Choshev and Mishpocha. And we get tremendous Chizuk here in Yushalayim, especially when the Rav comes in person. And we would like to extend an invitation when he does come to actually come to the studio so we can bring together with music. Please God would be out of the sphere in terms of the Avela side. And uh, Mr. Shem, we can have the simcha of having the rub here. Amen. 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 To add to what the Rav was saying, was saying that when Rabbi Shimon said Ananda Chavivus Italia, it was a tremendous chiddush because if you think about it, and here's something practical, Chavra, that I want to recommend because we're talking about what can we do to prepare. What can we do? It's it's nice to have a hilula and a madura and to sing a few nagunim, but what can we do, Lamaisa? Just to follow up what the Rav was saying a minute ago. When Rabbi Shimon revealed on Anma Chavivus Italia Milsa that everything depends on Chavivus, on Ahava, on love, this is a Musag, the whole idea of a Chavraya, of a Chavraya. You and I right now, we're part of a certain Chavraya. We're trying to join together different groups in different places in the world who care about Chasidas who want to find ways to go closer and closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Rabbi Shimon brought down into the world this idea, this concept of a Chavraya. We don't find anywhere before Rabbi Shimon, it was always Talmidim, Rabbonim, but the whole Metzius of a Chavraya, of Chaveirim, of Chaveirim who share a common goal, a common objective of Deveikus Barsham. I have people from all over the world in different places. They don't have necessarily the luxury of being able to go to this year in Yerushalayim or that year in New York. But even the Jews who are in New York and in Yerushalayim, they feel separated. They feel apart. We have to form more chavrayas. Anan b'chavivus etalia, what the Rav is saying is about ahava. That those Jews who feel this bond, this love, for each other, for Kaddish Baruch Hu, we have to form more groups to learn more and more chasidus, l'chshayafutza, minusach hachutza, from all the tzaddikim, to learn more and more tyrant, to learn more and more pnimis at Torah. Sof Kosov, Rabbi Shimon Bayochai said that the key to uncovering within ourselves and within the world these wellsprings of Ahava is through learning pnimis at Torah. So he taught that it's not enough that we learn by ourselves this base measures or that base measures or this shul or that shul, we have to try hard to form chavrayas. You see that the you see that the Ari Kodesh had his chavraya, and the Balshem Tov Kodesh, the Mezuzah Magid, they had their chavrayas. Jews such as ourselves, we must form more and more chavrayas to learn this from Hakadoshim and to try to sing the Gunam of Kedusha and to be connected one with each other. That's the practical thing that we have to work on, and I believe would give Rabbi Shimon Baruchai tremendous naches. And that bitochen, that feeling of bitochen, becomes increased and multiplied to the extent that Jews find each other and give chizik to each other. There's a famous maise, I'll tell you very quickly. There's a famous maise of a Jew who would save every penny through the year to be able to be together with the Chayzer from Lublin, to travel to Lublin, to be with the Chayzer from Lublin for, for Elul and for Rosh Hashanah. 
And he always looked forward when he would come to Lublin. The Chayzim would give him a tremendous, tremendous hug and was so happy to see him. But this year, one year he came and he saved every penny and he slept for weeks until he finally got to Lublin. And when he got there, he didn't understand. The Rebbe said to him, Moshe, I'm sorry, I don't want you here. You have to go home. And he didn't know why. He said, Rebbe, why? He said, you have to go home. So he turned back. He was very upset and depressed. And he turned back and he stopped off at the bar where all the chassidim were sitting on their way into Lublin. And his name was actually Zundel. And and they said, Zundel, what's the matter with you? What's going on? Where are you going? He said, I'm leaving. The Rebbe doesn't want me. He said, it can't be. The Rebbe doesn't want you. What do you mean the Rebbe doesn't want you? They drank a l'chaim and they picked him up on their shoulders and they started to sing the gunim and they marched back to Lublin. And when they came into the Chayzer, the Chayzer said, Zundel, Zundel, you're back. And he gave him a big hug and he said, I'm so glad that you came. And then Zundel said, but Rebbe, you told me to leave. You didn't want me. And the Chayzer from Lublin said to him, you should know that when you walked in, I saw that the Malach HaMavis was together with you. And I didn't want you to be here, Chas Hashem, to leave the world away from your family. And therefore, I, I had to rush you to go back to your family. But you know what happened? You met the Chassidim. You came together with the Chavraya. Anan Talia. You came and you met your Chavayim. And the Chavayim sang in Nigan. And they drank Lechayim. And they put you on their shoulders. And when you walked in together with the Chassidim, I saw that the Gzeira was gone. Finished. The Malchamovas left. And the Chayzer said, because what good friends could be able to, are able to be poil, what Chaveyim can do for each other through that Ahaba, through that love, that Sadiqim can't be poil. So therefore, the day of Ladbom, this time of the year, we have to strengthen each other to become Chaveyim and to create more and more Chaburis that learn Chasidis and that help each other and do for each other and live for each other. And that strengthens the bitach, and that strengthens our amuna when we're together with each other. And in the schus of that amuna, and the schus of that bitach, we should be zarech to be together in Meiron and to be together in Yishalayim, the car of Mamish. Amen, amen. Wow, chizuk. So, Rabbanim, we, we would like to have a little sikkum, because we, Baruch Hashem, time, we started a little bit later than we hoped, and we want to round off this year with... A, a flam fire, a lot of energy to get everyone excited for Lag Ba'omer, for Shavuos, special times of unity and Achdus. And uh, we would like to hear a little bit now, how do we take it into our daily life to bring the MS and the the, the Amuna that Rav, Rav Weinberger and Rav, Rav Avorish represent in this world? How do we bring it down, the light, into our life? That's the question. <laughs> Yes. Emuna zetfila. Emuna, faith is prayer. When Hashem commanded us to pray, He didn't give us a siddha. He didn't give us the book of Tehillim. He didn't give us any book of prayers whatsoever. The prayer that Hashem commanded us is to speak to Him in our own language whenever and wherever we want. Tefillah is a 
הכוונה לתפילה האישית הזאת. That's why אמונה that is prayer and prayer that is אמונה, that means this special personal prayer that we pray to Hashem. עד שאדם לא עושה תפילות כאלה אישיות בלי שום ספר. Until a person is able to pray to Hashem in such personal prayers without any book. אז האמונה שלו החלשה ביותר. Until he reaches that level, his אמונה is at a very, very low level. כל פעם אני זוכר, קרב אנשים שאפילו שהיו, שהם קרעים. Every time I have the merit to bring people who are called in the eyes of the world, Talmidei Chachomim, Torah scholars, I merit to bring them closer to Hashem. And they admit the truth that until they came closer to this work of Isvodadus, they had no emunah whatsoever. אורות, אז יש לנו, אבנת אביברסלב, שהוא תלמיד טוב, צריכים כולנו להיות תלמידים טובים כמוהו. אביברסלב אמר שהיו שומעים בלילה שיעור מרבנו הקדוש אביברסלב. that people used to hear Shi'urim at night from the Heilige Rabbi Nachman. And after the Shi'ah, everyone went to bed. But he went all night long and screamed and shouted to Hashem that he should merit to live every single word, every single idea that he heard from the Heilige Rabbi. And that's why he merited to be the student. That through him all the knowledge and wisdom and light of Rabbi Nachman, through him all that knowledge passed and still passes through. Even though he was the youngest student of them all. So how do we continue this light into our daily lives? I tell people simply, pray to Hashem and ask Him, Hashem, give me a moon, give me faith. So the way to continue all these lights, everything that we've learned about and spoken about into our daily lives, is to pray for everything that you hear and learn. Smile. Wow. Yes, so that's, we have, thank God, all our links below. You can see amunalive.com, breslov.co.il, or breslov.com. You can get the Garden of Amuna series books. And also, we'd love to invite Rav Weinberger's books to our website. We're welcome to organize that. We can definitely... Organized selling of the Svarim of Rav Weinberger also together to Machazik Suzam. We have on our website all different Svarim, Boch Hashem. And specifically, we ask you all to keep bringing amunalive.com global. And next week, we have the pleasure of having a student of the Rav, Charlie Harari, join us live, please, God. It will be a big honor to host Charlie. We have hosted him many times in New York together with another student, Rabbi Sholem Yonah Weiss, and with Chazak.
And Baruch Hashem, very good. And we'd love to host the Rav again, or with all of them together. But can I, Rabbi can I please ask something as a personal Yes, please do. We would love to hear words of summary from the Rabbi. The Rabbi speaks so beautifully, it is a pleasure to hear him. Yeah, please. That's what we were going to get to. Because in the end, all these students have learned from the Rav. So we want to hear again from Rav Weinberger and as a Sikkim with the Rav, Baruch Hashem. I'll just end with, I'll end with a story. I'll end with a story because we know that at the end of Rabbeinu's life, at the end of Rabbi Nachman's life, we know that he told stories. He told stories. So I'm going to end with my favorite story. And I'll, I'll leave this as a, 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 a tefillah, a sikum of what we're talking about. My favorite story that my Talmidim have heard from me, and I'll share it with you. That there was a great tzaddik, the Talna Magid, and the Talna Magid's biggest avoider was Hanukkah candles. And the and the whole island, there were thousands of Jews that came to be the first night of Hanukkah with the Talna Magid. And it came time for him to make the bracha on the first nair. And everybody was waiting and the Rebbe was looking back and forth. He didn't, and, and he wasn't going to light the candle. He didn't make the bracha. Nobody knew what was wrong. So finally, finally, the Rebbe was looking around and the Rebbe called out and he said, Where is Shia the Hoycha? Where is Shia the tall one? Where is Shia the tall one? Hagavoa. And who is this Shia? He's a very sweet Jew, very tall. A person that didn't learn any Torah, he didn't know anything because his parents left to the world when he was little. And he was a hardworking person, a butcher. But he was a big Yireh Shemaim and a big Davener. And the Rebbe said, Shia, I know you're here. I'm begging you. I have to ask you something. Shia was afraid, but his friends pushed him. And he went down from the bleachers, and he went down to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe was standing there next to this beautiful menorah. And the Rebbe, and the Rebbe said, Shia, I have to ask you a question. And Shia said, Rebbe, I barely know how to read olive bays. The Rebbe said, the Rebbe said no, Shia, you're the only one that could ask this, answer this question. And Shia said, what is it, Rebbe? So you remember I told you the Rebbe, that, that Shia was very tall, very tall. So the Rebbe said, Shia, I want to ask you a question. Do you love your wife? Everybody was very shocked. It seems to be inappropriate for the Rebbe to ask such a question. Do you love your wife? And Shai just stood there. He was shocked. And, and the Rebbe said, Shai, do you love your wife? And he said, yes, Rebbe, I love my wife. So the Rebbe said, so probably you want to tell us sometimes how much you love her or a secret, how much you care for her. And he said, yes. So how do you do that? So people were giggling because just like Shai was so tall, and his wife was so small. So Shai said, Rebbe, when I want to tell my wife a secret, I bend down and I tell her a secret. So the Rebbe was also little. So the Rebbe says, show everybody how you do that, Shai. So Shai bent down to the Rebbe. And the Rebbe said, Shai, that's terrific, that's gewaldic, but you left out the most important thing. And Shai was thinking, and he said, oh, my wife gets on her tippy toes. I bend down and my wife gets on her tippy toes. And the Rebbe said, Shai, Thus is those. That's it. And he made the brachas and he lit the candle and there was such singing and dancing. So afterwards, the chassidim came to the Rebbe and he asked him what happened with Shai and what was that with Shai and his wife. And the Rebbe said, you don't know what, you don't understand. I was about to light the candle and I was wondering, why would Hashem care about me, David from Tolna, about my little candle? What difference does it make to Hashem? Hashem has the whole universe. Hashem is so great. What does he care about me and my little mitzvah? And I began to think, why does he care if I put on film? Why would Hashem care if, if, if I learn, if I dive? Why does Hashem care? Who am I? I'm nobody. I'm nothing. He has the whole universe. 
And then I saw Shaya. Shaya is so tall. Hashem is so tall. And Shaya's wife is so small. And we feel so small. But Shaya showed us that when you love someone, you bend all the way down. So Hashem said, I have the Eschem. He loves us. And he bends down from the highest, highest world, from the highest world. Hashem bends down and he loves us and he cares about each and every one of us. The one thing that he's asking from each Jew is stand on your tippy toes. Try to be a little bit better today than you were yesterday. Try to have a little bit more amuna, a little bit more hisbordus, a little bit more ben al-machaveo. Stand on your tippy toes. If anything we take out, if we take anything out from Pesach Sheni to try again, to start again, if we take anything out from Rabbi Shem is to make today a little bit better than than yesterday. It doesn't have to be like Nadav and Aviyu came in with the Ketaris, Lifnai, Belifnim. It doesn't have to be such a thing. The Zos Yavo Aaron Ela Kodesh. Zos means Malchus Hashem. Zos means Emuna. It means I try my best believing that if I stand on my tippy toes because Hashem loves me and I'm his only child, that Hashem bends down from the highest world to hear every word of tefillah, every single hishtadlut that I make in my life, Hashem pays attention, Hashem cares. And in that schus, all of us should be zoch to see the lighting of the Madura in Meron, the candles of the Beis HaMikdash, Ayrich HaSnayi Leben David, Yishichainu V'duglash V'amitis, Amen, Amen, Amen. Thank you, Rabbonim, thank you, Arab. Rav Orish, Rav Weinberger, we're going to end off the class. Next week we have Charlie Harari and Yosef Danil. Charlie will not be playing music, but Yosef Danil will in person, thank God. And Charlie may be in person, but it seems like we'll be hopefully doing the online Zoom thing again. Thank you, Rav, Rav Weinberger. Thank you, Surely. Thank, thank you, all the family there. Amazing people. We love the Kehila Seish Kodesh, and we can't wait to dance again by the Kotel. And we, I just want to say, I, might, I was just by the David Tolner's Einakla's Tish this last week. It's Netzah Shabanetzah for the Yisod, uh, so the yacht site, Bok Hashem. It was beautiful. So it's very appropriate to hear that during the climax of Netzach, which is what it is in America, to hear a vote from David Tolna. Thank you very much. Okay, Shrizalcha Metzah Shem to Amuna, Amuna. Thank you. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you very much. Amen. כן, ראיתי שהוא חסיד. כן. מה? ברוך השם. מאוד אוהב אתכם. שם. נקסט ויק צ'ארלי הררי, הוא לבדק. אני עושה את הנאום, מיוזיק, מיוזיק. שמעתי את הרמב"ם ומיוזיק קצת אחת. אה, אני עוד לא, אני יכול לבד שלטי. פסח שני. Yes, yes, uh, like, I don't know if you have a 